0: What does it take to listen to divine guidance, to tap in, to even get this information about sales and clients and all the things? And I know this is such a broad answer, but it's have to let go of who you thought you're supposed to be, but to who you really are. And it's that letting go, it's the letting go
1: of, of resistance. Hey, welcome to the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast where it is my goal to help you see what is possible for your business, for your life, and for the sales that are gonna get you there. Get ready to be inspired and supported while you launch and grow your health and wellness business. I'm Nicole Kramer, coach, sales expert, and health and wellness fanatic. Each week I will be having amazing guest experts that will share with us their knowledge on mindset, money, how to attract your dream clients, successfully close sales, and so much more. Selling doesn't have to be hard you can have the confidence and the clarity you need to create and grow your dream business. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Steps with Nicole podcast. This is your host, Nicole Kramer, and I am so excited to be sitting here today with my guest, Sarah Sparks. You guys are gonna be really excited to hear our conversation and where it's gonna go. We're gonna be talking sales, of course, but we're going to be talking about how sales can actually be a spiritual practice. Sales can be spiritual, and Sarah's going to share with us some things today about how we can make that happen. So, Sarah, welcome! I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah, thank you so
0: much, and I'm so glad that we got to connect and we have similarities. And you're on my podcast, so now you're going to. I'm like to be on yours. It's just
1: yeah. given. It, so give make it. sure you go check out the interview that I did on Sarah's podcast as well. Another great conversation over there for sure. Yes,
0: yes. So, what is you, the name of your podcast? It's floating on a cloud. It's we talk all things divine guidance.
1: So, I love it. That's gonna that's gonna serve us so well today. Divine guidance in terms of of sales and and business. I'm really excited to have that conversation. Yeah, me too. I'm happy to share. Yeah. So tell us about you, Sarah, how are you, you and I connected in um, a group that we were in together and like you said, got to know each other. We have a lot of things in common. Super excited to have you here today. Just tell everybody about you and how you started doing the work that you do.
0: Well, a uh, little bit about me. I'm a farm raised, college educated, former local government employee, turned business owner who is no longer ashamed of my spiritual woo ness so about 2012, my husband says to me, you've got no principles to stand on because I wasn't finding my job that I was looking for, and so I got sassy with him because that's how I wore a role, and I was like, principles? Like, I don't have any? What? And then we went to a spiritual gathering the following night, and uh, we all were supposed to pull a word out of a basket. And so I pulled the word out of the basket. It was principle. (laughs) And so I was like, fine. So I was just learning to meditate. I was just starting to quote unquote, wake up, finding out my spiritual gifts and how to connect to my own divine guidance and that that I could actually. So again, sassy with spirit the next day. And I was like, fine, by a principle, how many? And I hear nine. And I was working as a assistant a personal assistant to an author and so an author coach and she did uh, ghostwriting and stuff so she gave me this little book that says think big and so I pulled out that book and I was like nine i'm just going to shut my eyes and start writing and out came things like respect and honor the oneness within us respect and honor the one source within others live in gratitude um love simply love and so forth It was like Nine. And I I have them written down, but I don't have them memorized. (laughs) I probably should. Anyways, I honestly didn't know what oneness was. I didn't know what like one source within me was. I was raised Catholic. Like we didn't talk like this. So I was like, "Eh, all right. So I just took each of those principles and lived them for one month. So nine months later, three women, three different locations on a bike ride at a grocery store. I started officiating weddings. I was going to officiate my first wedding. And three different women at those three different locations all said to me, there's a spark about you. Could you show me how to have the spark? Now, I married Craig Sparks. Some people say to me, oh, Sarah Sparks, is that your stage name? And I was like, well, do you think I am an entertainer of some sort?
1: <laughs>
0: no, I married Craig Sparks. And he. there's a whole other story with that. But you're asking about how I started my business. So that's the story I'm telling. And so... So I was like, how did they know that my name is Sarah Sparks? And uh, sure, I have a spark. I married one, but they were talking about my internal spark. And so I just said to them, I've been living these nine principles, and I'm—I can show you them. Like we can walk you through it. And they're like, we'll pay you. And so those were the first three clients. And my business is called Create the Spark. And that's that. And then it's just grown into as I have elevated, as I have grown, and as I have become more comfortable with who I really am. So no longer being ashamed of my spiritual wilderness, adding intuition into business. Now I align the soul of one's business, the essence of the business with the soul of why your soul came here, the business of the soul and the, the business of your own essence. So I align the two and then we amplify it. And right where those two pieces, your business and your soul intersect, and when they're aligned, that's the missing piece, P-E-A-C-E, piece to feel complete. So a lot of my clients may be asking, who am I? Why am I here? What is my purpose? They may be asking and saying, I have this amazing business, I've had this amazing success, but I just don't feel complete. I feel like something is missing. I want peace.
1: I want joy. I want, I want to be happy. Wow. And that's what you help them find.
0: Yes, for sure. And so I have the ability to connect to another soul and channel their soul talks with me and shares with me why it came into its body how it wants to be fulfilled, what it wants to align with, what its values, beliefs, principles are. No one has to live out my principles. We all have our own, what it desires, and then what what it wants to focus on while it's here in this lifetime. And then the soul of the business also has the same four principles, if you will, same four experiences of fulfillment aligned with desire and focus. And so then we see where they overlap and and how we can
1: meld them two together. So is the soul of the business always the same as the soul of the person? Because you said the same four no. principles are in the business. Yeah, so, there's, so there's the same like four categories, but mm-hmm. they're different.
0: So when I was building up my business, I would hear such things like, you're not your business. And I was like, yeah, but I'm a solopreneur. I am. But now I realize that the energy, the essence of my business creates a spark has its own way of doing business, has its own way of helping clients, has its own desires, its own focus. So I, it chose me as the leading expert to fulfill some of these things because I need to be like the human of it. But my business can, needs to operate on its own because that's what it really wants to. Um, and, I, and I'm not just talking about like the, the technical operation back end systems of things. For instance, if people are like, what the hell heck is she talking about? I am the type of person that is like up in your business. I want to make sure that you are doing all the things and that you have everything you need to succeed. That's just naturally how I am. And, And my business is more like take a chill pill, give them some space, give them some time to implement, chill out their masculine energy. You just need some feminine energy to balance you out. And so I'm like, OK, so I switch things around and I'm like, all right, I'll give everyone like three sessions. And then the fourth session in, in the month, we have like months of, of working together. But like the fourth week is implementation, Ah, that space, of balance out, that integration, that aligning of business, of soul, soul of business. And this, the clients have been seeing more results. And so it's like giving them time and space. So knowing how your business wants to operate and then how your soul and like allowing your soul to lead and not the mind or the ego and that sort of thing. So I've had to learn lots of things all sometimes the hard way.
1: <laughs> oh gosh, welcome to being an entrepreneur, right? Or, or just welcome to being a human. I know, those are human experiences. <laughs> it's like School of Hard Knocks, yeah, sign me up. I'm so, such a willing participant to go through the School of Hard Knocks over and over. Um, but it is how we learn and everything has a lesson in it. So it sounds like the way you support women is truly by helping them come home to, to what their truth is for their inner being and then also discovering what that means in their business as well and how to really make peace with being in both? Yes, for
0: sure. Uh, One major thing is spiritual entrepreneurs sometimes come to me. Not not always, but the ones who do, they are able to channel, they're able to heal, they're able to do and be for others, but they forget to do it for themselves. So my soul came into my body to teach people how to lead with their soul all while listening to Divine Guidance. So Spirit gave me five steps to listen to your divine guidance. Those five steps I use to heal my relationship, to heal my body, to make sales, to do all things, relationships, whether whatever area of my life. So I have these five steps. I live them. And when I live them and I embody them, my business tripled. And I was like, oh, so now I'm being in alignment with what I teach People can feel that it's not just a talking head and body on a screen on Facebook Live saying, "I can do this for you. You better tune in."
1: Hey, hey. I don't talk like that, but you know what I
0: mean.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Well, it's it's I love hearing you say that too because I work with health and wellness coaches, right? And so often they're doing the same thing. They're they're telling people what to do, and then behind the scenes. They're so overwhelmed or anxious or stressed about what they're trying to do and what they're trying to create that they're not living in their own values that they're teaching. And it's like the do as I say, not as I do mentality. And like people can feel that energetically. People can feel that from you. And when you're not living within your values, then what are you actually trying to sell people? hey, this is good for you, but it's not for me. Like, it's okay for me to not follow this. And I just think that there's a disconnect because we have to be aligned, not just aligned, but living in our values and other people feel it. Like you said, your business tripled.
0: Yes. Energetically,
1: people felt Mm -hmm. who you were and how you were showing up.
0: For me right now, when you're talking about like health professionals and and wellness, spirit said to me, well, actually my, my soul, soul and spirit, different for me, but my soul was like, you need to be at optimal health. You should not be almost having a heart attack running after your child. So, like, if you're being all, like, spiritual well-being, yes, there sparks. And then, but you can't, like, walk up the stairs without dying? Like, what the world? And so, I, we are all a mind, body, soul. We are all the things. We are all divine and all the things. But so, my soul was like, I need you to be weighing this. I need you to be this size. Well, what's happened now are some of my clients or even friends have been seeing me and i'm not like hey
1: i'm a health coach
0: here I, i'm just like again i don't talk like that and neither does anybody else i'm just <laughs> i'm just being silly um uh, but people have seen me on facebook recently and they've been like reaching out and been like you're glowing i can see that you are actually living what you are doing and what you're saying that you wanted to do for all these months you're actually doing it now and i can see see it and yeah. I haven't said anything I have not I mean this is the first time I've actually said it. <laughs> besides like in my own little sphere like it
1: actions, right you're saying but, it through your actions which is the most powerful way
0: yes and I think like that is if you want <laughs> you want to have sales you want to be authentic you want to be real do yep. what you said you're gonna do when you said you're gonna do it. If you say to somebody you need to wake up at six thirty every, every morning and meditate to connect, then I think you should be waking up at six thirty and meditating to connect. And then when you get on that sales call, you're like, Yeah, do you wanna do what I'm doing? I'll do what you want to come along with me on, on this journey? I'll take you. I'll I'll be five steps ahead, but I'll I'll take you along this journey. Thanks. Sure. Here's 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 10k. Do show me. I don't I don't wanna suffer like you did. <laughs> right. And no. it's
1: so true. And when they see, when we lead by example, that's the most powerful way to sell. Yeah. Right. Because I, I think so many people, and I'd be curious to hear what what you think of this. I think so many people think of sales as literally the transaction.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did. I did when I first started. I did, too. I, did. I, I, did. I did. Like, okay, how many people do I need to talk to, and then they calculate the numbers, and then oh god, I have to make. I, I was all about the transaction now, I literally, I lead with my soul. So it's like, soul, am I supposed to be working with with these people? Mm -hmm. Soul, and people who are listening, I don't know if you can connect with your soul. And I don't know who you're connected with. Your inner wisdom, your divine guidance, God, source, creator, spirit. I don't really care what you call it. But I had to go within and and just ask, like, is this a person I'm to be working with? Who am Mm -hmm. I to be working with? Mm -hmm. Spirit, who have you already gotten prepared for me to work with this month during this program, this program that I am launching? Who have you already gotten gotten prepared? What do they need to hear from me? How do you want me to show up? What is the offer? What is in alignment with them that you have already gotten prepared to work with me? What is that offer? Mm -hmm. How do you want me to show up and serve? And then it's like, all right, do you not, do you want me to reach out to them? How do you want me to reach out to them? Do you do you want me to do a masterclass, a Facebook Live? How like what is it? Show me. That's the spiritual approach to sales. And then when I actually get on a sales call, yes, I qualify them all before and have all the all the online questions, but I use my divine guidance in what am I to be asking them? Where is it that they want to go? How is it that they want to feel? I channel all of this. And that, that becomes my marketing. And, and that's what I, I want to give people permission. And you can, you should be able to, I give you permission right now to use your intuition in business. It is like the most effective, efficient way to make the sale, to grow your business all the way.
1: Hey, I'm interrupting you real quick because I know you're enjoying this podcast and I know you're listening to this podcast because you care about your business. You care about the people you work with and you want to help people. As a matter of fact, you want to help more people, but I bet you often ask yourself, where am I going to find clients? And I've got your answer. watch it i can't wait to hear from you and hear what you think about it because this is going to be a game changer for you to know every day where you need to go and what you need to do to find more people to become your clients okay now back to the show love that and i i 100 well because where's your intuition coming from
0: well within but then also depending on where people are like the highest vibration possible if that's what you are tuning into you know if if you are connecting and it must must like the first step is allow. So are you allowing your intuition in? But people may, may be like, well, what is my intuition? And I, I just did a video about this. It's like, you know, how do I know if it's a thought that I'm thinking or a thought that I'm receiving? How do I know if like this thought is my intuition or not? Mm-hmm. And it's more along the lines of how does it feel? Your thoughts, you shouldn't be like over analyzing and overthinking, and being overly critical, but your intuition, God, source, creator, spirit, within, wherever you're feeling it from, is always a knowing. It's a sureness. It is the confidence and trust that you're like, yes, this is. And it could be as simple. I have a client I was talking with today. was like, She was just walking along, and she's like, all right, should I be getting some ice cream? And she hears, Nah, eat some grapes tonight. <laughs> and, and she's like, like and then she went into like bargaining about the grapes. And I said, if you are really wanting to create this million dollar idea, but you won't even listen to your intuition of to eat grapes, why would your intuition share with you the 12 step process to this million dollar idea? there's a relationship that has to happen all the time. Yep. And building that relationship with yourself. Someone once asked me on, on a podcast, she's a really good friend of mine. She is like a a healthcare employee wellness company mm-hmm. in Iowa. And she was like, well, for people who don't know what spirituality even is, so I was like, she's like, what would be like the basic definition for it? And what came through me from spirit was like, it's a relationship with yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. I kind of feel
0: like that's also what intuition is. Like, what's the relationship like with yourself,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that with your with with your truth, really. You know, and it's like when you're tapped in, tuned in, turned on. Thank you, Abraham. Mm-hmm. Um, you're able to hear those things and know what they really are. It's like what you said. You just did the video on what's the difference between the thought that I'm thinking and uh, essentially a download, Yeah. right? That like my inner being is actually sharing with me, and it's kind of like. What you said, if we're ignoring our inner being at all these little moments of like, go eat the grapes, then why is it going to share with us the big stuff? Well, it still is. You know, and what I like thinking about, too, and I know you're the expert on this, but like whenever there's indecision, whenever there's like some kind of doubt or some indecision or fear, I know on some level there's resistance that I have that's not like, the answer's already there. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Isn't it true that our inner being is always like it, it's always there,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: we have some level of resistance. Which is why we're not seeing it. It's clouding things for us. Is that correct? Yes, I would
0: say so. Yeah. Someone asked me this morning during a client call, "Is like, ah, oh, what does it take to listen to divine guidance, to tap in, to even get this information about sales and clients and all the things?" And I was like, "I know this is such a broad answer, but it's have to let go of who you thought. Yep. You're supposed to be. Yep." Into who you really are, and it's that letting go. It's the letting go of, of resistance.
1: It reminds me of um. There's a book that I read recently, and it's talking about the what's the thing that you put your fingers in? It's like the Chinese and, finger trap. Yes, uh, I call called Chinese finger trap. Yes. And it makes me like when when I'm thinking of things like this, and my inner being gives me an idea, or it's like sometimes it goes against the way that like my human self is like, no, we can't do it that way. And I always think of that example from when I read that book because it's so contrary to how you think you're supposed to get your fingers out, right? Like if you put your fingers in both sides of that thing, you're like, oh my God, get them out, get them out. And you're trying to pull them and it makes it tighter. Mm -hmm. But yet if you just push in, which is the exact opposite of what you think you should be doing, it loosens everything and you can get your fingers out. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's so often where we come to battle with this divine guidance is we're like, no, but that's not the way because we're seeing it from our human perspective. Mm -hmm. We're not seeing it from that broader perspective that divine guidance is always looking from.
0: And Spirit's telling me to bring up the fact that uh, but we have been taught since an early age that things have to be hard.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And
0: when things come to us, such as our intuition, we just get the answers. I mean, think about all of the modules, I think about all the modules that I went through to, to learn about who my niche is. And I, that word kind of drives me nuts. But like who our target market is. And and now I can just ask. Mm-hmm. And I can gather. Instead of being like, I'm going to go do some market research for the next 30 days and stop my progress. I can just ask. I reach out and I receive clients. Yeah. Like that's way easier than what in my head I thought had to be. Even uh, I've been downloading um, wealth codes and I had I thought it was honestly when I first started when Spirit gave me all this stuff I was like this is such a bunch of BS like oh my God I think I'm just making this up it's way too easy so even even myself I I get I get caught up in that. and so there was this one where you're like rubbing your fingers together and um it's bringing in just just uh, I can't even remember the the saying now but the point of my my story of bringing this up is here I was thinking okay I need to know each of the fingers and what they all represent to unlock these wealth codes. I'm sure it's like, you know the motion that you make when you're like money money, money. you know, like you like rub your fingers together. Like that's all you have to do to unlock it. Sarah Sparks. You don't have to like go through everything, just to make it easy. So wait,
1: what is what is a wealth code? Tell me about that.
0: Oh goodness. I don't I should not have brought it up because I'm not sure if I'm equipped well enough. So it's still downloading. So what is a wealth code? It is an area of our lives that we have naturally, intuitively, divinely always known how to receive money. It is an inherited uh, wisdom, yet through our own programming, through our beliefs, um, through life, through humanness, things have been locked and turned off. And so we may not see abundance when it's right in front of us. So we need, there are little spots on our body, such as around our third eye and around our eye, that would help us to see that abundance that's right in front of us. So it would then trigger the idea of like, oh, I need to create this. Or, oh, I see it here. Or, oh, I am inheriting this over here. Hold your horses, you know, like, and so unlocking them unlocks, of the inherited internal wealth that is just naturally ours. It makes it a whole lot easier, efficient, more fun. Uh, What's happening? I'm working with a few clients. It's all really new. So I'm not even done downloading them all. So so is it
1: kind of a way for the human self to have like a, I don't know if I want to use the word game, but to have something to kind of focus on and interact with to open up the wealth that's already there for us? Yes. I want mean, it as a way to distract your human self. Like, because if you're rubbing your fingers together, it's like, this is my, but it's opening things up.
0: Yeah. And energetically, it's literally opening up. So, like, mm-hmm. there's different, obviously, there's different energy centers, uh, like chakras, but there's also the organs represent different wealth codes, different definitions, different understanding of. I don't know if I'm explaining this right because I shouldn't have brought
1: it up in the first place because
0: it's so real. <laughs> Interesting. I
1: know. I did, so here we go sorry well, you know what somebody might be listening right now and going oh this is fascinating to me and it might prompt them to go explore more and get you know what I mean like yeah. it, it came well, up trust your inner guidance it came up for a reason
0: I know so side note to that I, I literally researched on Amazon I was like wealth code somebody must have written books about this so I found like all of these like financial planners who have done it and I was like there's nothing spiritual on this? There has to be something.
1: Like maybe like, that's no. spirit asking you to write a book, Sarah. It's like,
0: no, you're downloading it all. And I'm like, buggers. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: nope. That's for you to do. That's your next project. Um, yeah, so what else, what else would, would your listeners like to know about like spiritual and sales and melting the two? Yeah.
1: I think you gave us a, a pretty good idea of how like when you're preparing for a call, right? Like what client is already coming my way. How can I, how can I be prepared to support this, this person through making a decision? Like, you know, I think, I think preparing your own mind ahead of time. Um, What are some other maybe principles or things that you try to, like in the world of sales, how do you really still feel spiritual and not go into that you know, so many people that this is their thing with sales, it just feels salesy, it feels pushy, it feels, you know, and and maybe it goes back to what we were saying earlier, because they're still associating with a transaction. All right, this was a major shift for me. And this is
0: just a concept. Okay, my soul came into my body, to have an experience, to teach people to lead with their soul, all while listening to divine guidance. My soul is here to do this work, Who am I as a human to stop it?
1: Mm. Mm. I love that.
0: And once I grasp onto, I am living my soul's calling. I'm more dedicated to living my soul's calling than all the other excuses. And, oh, this is salesy. No, no, you're literally here to do the work that that you are placed on this earth to do. It is your moral responsibility to fulfill the contract that you are here to do. Now, not everyone's supposed to have a business, totally get it. But for those who are in sales, you have to have an energetic transaction. Plus, I went to, Susan Evans uh, is a business coach, and I went to her uh, conference. I don't think she even has it anymore, but when I was first starting my business, and she said, the transformation
1: is in the transaction. Yes. And I was like, boom. Say it all the time. It's it's the probably the number one part of the transformation for anybody because it's that moment where they're finally saying yes to themselves. They're not
0: saying yes to me,
1: never. They're saying
0: yes to their souls and yes to themselves.
1: Yep, yes to their and and who
0: am I as human Sarah to stop them from saying Yes. yes to them? It's my responsibility to make the opportunity
1: happen so they can say yes. Yeah, to have the courage to create that space, to create that opportunity for them. That's what I say all the time. Like, you can't bag like people are like, well, I don't want to be a pest and I don't want to bug people. Um, You're inviting them to an opportunity to completely change their life to an opportunity that they already probably want if you're in conversation with them and you're getting to know them and building relationship. And like you said, who are you? It's like if your human self is getting in the way, it's like your human self is saying, I know better than God. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Right? Like this is uncomfortable for me. I don't want to feel salesy. I know better. I'm not gonna do it. Well, what? You've been put in this body to be of service to the world in the way that you know how to do best. and now you have somebody who might need that service and you're failing them because you're not willing to reach out because it might feel uncomfortable for you. Who are you making this about? yeah you you went into you went into this to be all of service to people. and now in the moment, in the moment. You're making it about you instead of making it about the people that you know you are dedicated to help. But are you dedicated in this moment if you're making it about you?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so
1: that to me is like a huge,
0: who are we making this about? Yeah, for sure. And when I are started, you? I made it about me. because I, I, do- I didn't have confidence. The fact that I would actually do this. And so, but then in turn, people would ask me, oh, so what makes you qualified to do this? Mm-hmm. People don't ask me that now. Right, because you about, have the confidence. They're not going to ask. When people ask me, oh, so what do you do? I used to say, oh, I'm a success coach. I just help people be their best self. Because mm-hmm. I'm too so afraid. Mm-hmm. To say, I align, the, or, uh, I align the soul of one's business with the business of their soul, and I'm able to connect with your soul and tell you why you're here. Mm-hmm. Like, And
1: now people are like, oh. Like I said it to a lady at the pool the other day. <laughs> Can I just take a minute then for my audience? and use that as an example, because my big thing is you've got to start conversations, right? I'm a sales coach. You've got to be starting conversations every day. When you go through my program, that's one of the things I teach. And I give them a certain number of conversations to start. I teach them how to do it. And I say, let it be easy. Where are you already in your life that you could start a conversation just like you showed us just now with a woman at the pool? How can you be in conversation anywhere I go? Checking out at the grocery store? How can I start a conversation with somebody? Oh, I'm always in sales. And so
0: and so I purposely, I, well, not purposely. I honestly was just proud of myself that I got out of bed and I got ready and I did the thing I was going to do when I said I was going to do it. Woohoo! And so I went down and I got ready because I had a nine o'clock call and the, the the swim practice started at, it was going to be over at like 830. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get ready now because I'm not going to have time. So I knew walking into the pool with a dress on and my little outfit and some some earrings and makeup on, it's not going to get attention. Yeah. So I, I knew this. And so I was like, well, what you going to say? You know? So this woman was like, Oh, you're all, you're all dialed up. You look like a normal human. And I was like, yeah, I got to be in the office by nine. So I just thought, but I'll put it in there. It wasn't like, Oh, I just, you know, I thought I'd look nice today, which is what I would have normally said. Cause I was too embarrassed. But i I'm like, no, I got to be in the office today. And she's like, "Office? Oh, I thought you were like a stay at home mom or something with the, with the kiddos. And I was like, Oh yeah i work from home but i i go into the office and i see clients and stuff and she's like oh what are you doing that's when i insert yep and then she's like right oh, so then are you like a medium and i'm like uh, i don't connect with dead souls i connect with live
1: souls <laughs> and then she's like oh i went to a medium once and then she told me some stories <laughs> but you started a conversation and it got her asking because she was curious and that's exactly what I encourage all the time like don't just that if she's like oh you're all dolled up what are you all dolled up for well I have a call today and I work with clients and I have not actually in the office oh well tell me you know and it's like we want to get them to continue asking questions and listen maybe she's a potential client maybe she's not maybe she knows somebody who is maybe she's not maybe it just gives you another opportunity to spread the word and put it out there in the world about what you do and get some more confidence and conviction in doing it like no. Act like you love it. This is what I tell my clients all the time. They're like, I really love this thing, but I'm afraid to talk about it. Act like you love it. Talk about it everywhere. If you really care as much as you're telling me that you care about this, you should be talking about it everywhere you go. But get artful and strategic about how you talk about it. Don't just force it down somebody's throat, but let them ask some questions because you're going to very, you know, in, in a very curiosity, in, intriguing kind of way, Drop some hints, drop some seeds, and they might ask some more. And it starts the conversation. Which is also why it's so important
0: for for me and the clients that come to me to share when someone asks, oh, so what do you do? Share why you're came here. So when people also, like I was at a wedding celebration reception thing this past weekend, I didn't know if anybody was woo. I didn't know. I mean, like they were praying and all the things beforehand. So I was like, uh, I don't know if this is the crowd for me to talk about souls with, but we're going to go for it. And so I was sitting down for dinner and one guy was just like, so I'm kind of curious, what do you do? <laughs> I was. At, there was really no reason whatsoever for him to ask. And I just said, I teach people to lead with their soul all while listening to divine guidance. That's why my soul is here. And so I'm able to I just went in and he's like, so I didn't go into the whole align with your business, blah, blah, blah. I just said why my soul was here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know why your soul was here? And I said, yes. And that's why I'm placed here as the channel. So before, I wouldn't say something as honest as that. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it would just be like, a, I'm a success coach and I help people be their best okay. selves, which is all very true. Right. Well, I wouldn't really wouldn't want all of me to be seen,
1: to right? Be heard. You were still hiding behind a portion of that.
0: Yeah. Yep. And now again, are you dedicated to your soul? Are you dedicated to why you're really here and fulfilling out that purpose? Or are you more
1: dedicated to your suffering? Yeah. There you go. Are you committed to your dreams or your comfort zone? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Well, and like I said, every time that you get into these conversations, and I would imagine part of the reason why you answer the questions you do now the way that you do is you've had all of this experience answering questions all along, and you've gotten better about how to answer them and showing up as your fullest expression of you yeah. through yeah. having all those opportunities. And to- the,
0: only, the only person who actually cares is yourself. Yeah. <sighs> Nobody else really does. Like, and if they do care, like, the will ask Yes it was it was a couple oh, sitting across from me one gentleman was like oh my gosh i have all the questions let's talk and we talked for another 30 minutes his partner got up and walked away there you go <laughs> and i i didn't take it personal i just I figured not. i literally just spoke russian and he was like i can't understand
1: you so peace out and he walked away like yeah <laughs> okay. there you go i mean and that's really it's like we bring it up if they want to know more they'll ask if not it's not personal. No, it's not. Right? No, Love we're, the, well, we're the ones that make it personal. So uh, totally, totally. Don't make it
0: personal. Just, just live out your soul's calling. Just Don't make it. it
1: personal ever. That's one of the four agreements. If you haven't read the book, go read it. It's definitely a, a really, really good lesson to remember. Don't let it be personal because it's not yeah. ever. So Sarah, where can they connect with you, find more of you, really get in touch with more of their divine guidance by following you? Where can they find you? If you go to sarahfarks.love, it's my website.
0: There's links to all the social websites. Just go there. Amazing. I just signed up today for TikTok. So be whatever. I'll be on there. I'll find you on
1: there. I'm (laughs) going to get on there now, too. It's like I felt
0: so old. (laughs) I was like, I am learning TikTok like I'm 80. Oh, my God. But I'm on there. So, yeah. But SarahSparks.Love. Just go to the website.
1: SarahSparks.Love. Awesome. Awesome. So go check out her website. Check her out on TikTok. Wait, what are you on TikTok? Sarah. Are you Sarah Sparks?
0: sparks? Sarah, Sarah the yeah. Sparks.
1: Because okay, I her. Yeah. okay, good. I'll have to I'll have to find you. Um, definitely check her out. Find her on TikTok. Find her on her website. Sarah, thank you so much for being a part of this conversation today. I know how powerful it is to have people see sales in a different perspective and and from different ways of of doing things. And I think that the way that you explained everything to us was really helpful today. So thank you. You're welcome. Cheers to their prosperity, your prosperity. Cheers to it all. Awesome. Thank you so much. Bye, everybody. All right. That is a wrap for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this, subscribe because there's more good stuff coming your way. Also,